This is episode 24 of Give Me a Chance, and it is your host to speaking, Vittoria. Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Give Me a Chance. So glad to see you back this week, while we're waiting to warm up for a new summer to come. This week we will listen to Dustin's story, and we will learn how he got the chance to change his life by understanding his own personality and diving a little bit deeper into his own skills. And here is Dustin. Hi Dustin! Welcome to Give Me a Chance. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you, Vittoria? Very good. Thanks. Thanks for asking. How is it going over there uh, with all your projects? Oh, I am behind. It's, yep. it's tough because it's one of those things where when people see the output that I'm doing, it's like, okay, doing great. But I've been like a couple of weeks behind when it comes to my episodes, when it, for the interviews at least. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I got to catch up on these and catch up on this. It's a constant juggling of plates, as you will. And of different things, I, I can imagine, because yeah. you don't only do the podcast, you have some other side activities next to it. What do you do? So for one, I'm an omni-content creator, which omni-content means omni-channel, essentially. It's kind of going for this overarching, omnipresent approach when I come to content creation. And so that's my main series. And then I have my Polymath Polycast, which I have multiple series for that, not just my interviews. I have the Fireside Micro Polycast, which don't really have a set schedule, but I still do often enough. I have uh, this regular Polycast on there too, but then I also do swim lessons and water aerobics, personal training, uh, administrative work for the pool, and just some other stuff as well. Uh, you said you are a polymath and a polyinnovator, but I don't think many of the people listening uh, know what it is. So can you... <laughs> Please explain what it is to us. Yeah, I would say I am an aspiring polymath because polymathy is someone with a wide range of knowledge or learning. And that's something that takes a while to build up. And mm -hmm. I have a deep level of knowledge in a few different areas, but I want to deepen my knowledge in many different areas before I go out and call myself a polymath. The reason why I created Poly Innovator is to actually help me on that journey of becoming a polymath to not only document, but also create a foundation for all the different careers I wanted to have in life. Because indeed, what is the thing you're most the, the things you're most interested in into? Well, I want to work in smart city development in the future. That is something I wanted to work towards, and I found that there was no degree or any pathway for it. And so I actually created my own through the modular degree, which I think we touched on the last time we chatted. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, I needed a way to document my process. Like, what am I doing with this modular degree? What am I doing with this do-it-yourself education? Well, I can show the world by creating content around it. And that's where the first phase of Poly Innovator came about. You started up your own program. Can you tell me something about it and how that gave mm -hmm. you the chance to change your life in a way? Yeah. So I was already enamored by online courses. And at that point, I was looking at all these different websites, edX, Coursera, FutureLearn, uh, Udacity, all of them. And I realized, well, there's a lot of opportunity here. And if I were to combine them in a certain way, I could create my own degree. And that's what I did. And so I didn't necessarily pursue all of the courses, but the whole idea behind it was taking that chance and taking the opportunity to co curate and collect all these different courses. And so I collected over 450 the first time around, which was ridiculous. I definitely cut it down since then. I think now I'm around 100, so I've cut it down a few times. But it was just one of those things where I was just like, I needed to find a way to create my own path. I was like, I'm going to just go big and window it down. And, and uh, the thing that you want to set out your own things and you, you dare to think outside of the box, that's what I mm. get from you. Is it something that you have already had in your life or did you grow into that? 
I think that I've always been more of an autodidact, a self-learner. I mean, I, one of my best learning experiences in secondary school was when I went to the library and burned through the entire philosophy and world of religion section in a matter of months, or at least all the books I was interested in for, for that point. And like, I just, I, I probably read at least 30 books in that section. Those books are not easy reads. And it was just ridiculous how I just went straight into it. And that's, that's how I wanted to do my education too. I also do that with podcasts and articles and regular books, although I do need to get my reading habit back up. And <laughs> like, I wanted a way to organize all that, which is why I created that modular degree to try to find a way to curate a list of all the different stuff I want to study from. Yeah, exactly. But the, uh, And indeed, the fact that you want to look at everything in detail, but also across different um, subjects or disciplines, mm -hmm. um, is it something that came out of the way you were uh, brought up in your youth? Even from a young age, I knew I was wanting to be kind of entrepreneurial and business-like. And I think that striving for business made me look for an alternative pathway than a traditional one. That helped out a lot. And even my first job as a lifeguard quickly became a swim instructor. A year out or so after that, became a pool manager and water business instructor. I became a move your joints, which is arthritis-based aerobics class, water boot camp, fitness attendant, eventually personal trainer. And that was all in one company. And then I also worked for half a dozen other employers as well in that time span. So at one point, I held six to eight positions at once. And I think I hold at least four or five now. So it's like that thriving and chaos was kind of like natural for me. And how did being a polynovator and a polymath give you the chance to really change your life and mean something for your own development? Mm. Well, and I think that finding the term polymath came early for me. A lot of people don't find it until later in life. Like I've, I've, I've interviewed people on my show who never even heard of the word and they're twice my age. And once they found out like, hey, I do resonate with this. And it's something along the lines of, it's not an egotistical thing. It's more of a like, hey, I found it, finally found a word that I can identify with. And some people like generalists. Some people like multi-potentialites or even jack-of-all-trades if they want to. And having that term to identify with, I think, is helpful. I just decided, screw it, I'm going to create my own. Because I want to work towards becoming a polymath of innovation, which is why Poly Innovator came about. And, and innovation, what what... What was your biggest dream before you found out about smart cities? Hmm. Well, I can't. I, I got to say, like, smart cities came about pretty early on as a teenager. And so the modular degree came about wanting me to innovate education. Like, I wanted to change how we approach educa education, so which is why I did the modular degree. After that, as a Uh, my background is in fitness. And so my next phase of Poly Innovator wants to be changing how we approach fitness and doing a more cross-disciplinary, almost like CrossFit approach yeah. to how we like work out and exercise. And so it's one of those things too, where I've planned a lot of this stuff out over my years, just not necessarily consciously. Sometimes it just happens. And so even at a young age, I was like, I want to have my business. When I was like 10, I had my own business selling temporary tattoos. And so like, even from a young age, I, I knew I wanted to do stuff and I would go do it. And was there a moment in which you thought like, okay, I, I have so many skills and I, I've tried so many things. Was there one moment that you realized this can be my path? Hmm. I don't know if there was one moment. I know that when I was feel like thriving in the chaos of doing all those positions as a teenager, because I was like 18 or 19, I, I could sense that like this was something I liked doing, being like all over the place like that. I was excited about it. But I think that in recent years as a content creator, because that's the other specialty that I know more about is content creation. And going into that made me realize 
I don't just have to live in that fitness world. I can also live in another world. I can also live in another world after that too. And I realized that most people live in multiple worlds throughout their life, multiple careers. And acknowledging that and realizing that is something I can help people do. So that's kind of where it felt more aligned. Yeah, and that was definitely a possibility to indeed um, delve into much more uh, uh, than you could see and you could do at the moment. But are there also disadvantages to being such a, uh, yeah, a generalist, a polymath? Mm-hmm. Well, having divergent interests is definitely have that opportunity cost, so to speak. And so like if you choose one thing, you have to give up something else. But I think that a lot of people are negative Nancy's about it, if you will, because there's that saying, Jack of all trades, master of none, but that's only half the saying. It continues, but oftentimes better than a master of one. When you have divergent interests and multiple knowledge areas, you can find that cross-disciplinary knowledge or the trans-contextual knowledge, which helps you discover innovations better or find connections better. You can often progress forward quicker when you have multiple layers to pull from. It's kind of like a specialist digging a trench And they're trying to find innovation for that specialty. Whereas that innovation is actually in the trench next to them. But since they're only looking in that one trench, they can't see it. But someone who's polymathic or generalist can see both trenches, even if they may not be deep enough. A polymath is someone with a deep level of wide range. So he's a multi, he or she is a multi-specialist, yeah. if you will. So I think that's really interesting. There is opportunity cost, but if you focus well, you can benefit from it. Yeah, how, how do you do it? I, it's a balance because sometimes you want to learn, sometimes you want to create. And I think that that goes for anybody, specialists or polymaths. And yeah. so it's kind of like in ways where you have to know what cycle you're on. Right now I'm in a creative cycle, I, but I knew a couple of weeks ago I was trying to create, but all I wanted to do is absorb and consume. So I think that there's a certain level of self-awareness. Actually, there's a lot of self-awareness involved because you have to know when to focus. Something I talk about once on my micro polycast was this idea of macro and micro focus, mm-hmm. knowing where you are on a day-to-day basis, but also in the weekly, quarterly, monthly, or even yearly basis. What are you doing in this time frame? Yeah, no, and absolutely. It gives you a little bit of perspective not to lose your, your target, but still keep on going horizontally take as much as possible and and i mean it's a it's a big gift that you have if you can um have so much knowledge of so many topics in a way and how do you think that can contribute to uh make the life of other people better or is it possible at all yeah Well, I think that we're approaching a time now where innovation's harder and harder to find. When you're trying to create something like biotechnology, it is a merge of two different areas and or nanotechnology, for example, too. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing stuff with tech, uh, data science that you need to know marketing in order to do data science or you need to know business acumen in order to know data science. And so you have to know multiple areas in order to do the job you're meant to do. And even the term digital marketing specialist, ironically, is someone who knows many different areas of digital marketing, SEO, email, social, uh, pay-per-click, and, or ads. Those are multiple skills. You're not looking for a specialist, you're looking for a generalist. And so I think that in general, we're finding that generalists are more and more valuable to companies. In fact, if you look at a lot of job descriptions, there's a disconnect between what the job description says and what recruiters are looking for. And so the job description says, we want a specialist. We want like five years experience. When in actuality, they want someone with good soft skills, good multiple skills when it comes to the actual knowledge fields, multiple ones coming together. They want to find those unicorns, that kind of thing. Absolutely. They're not willing to give us a chance. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Because indeed, how can you, uh, with your skills, help other people to make a change? 
Mm. Make a change is my hashtag that I've been using for about a decade now. And yeah. And the platform is still being built at this point. I built a template in Notion, which helps people get started. But it's interesting to think about how there is that lack of focus, but it's not always a lack of focus. Sometimes it's a matter of shifting focus and having conscious, deliberate changes to your actions. And so I think there's a lot of people who say, oh, Jack will trade master done because they think there's a lack of focus there. But you can build up multiple skills at once. You just have to context switch and interleave, interleave you're learning of those areas. If you're trying to learn how to build a house, well, there's multiple pathways to that. You have to know carpentry, you have to know plumbing, electrical wiring, blueprinting. That is a multiple skill skill. Like it has like this overarching build a house skill, but then you have multiple parts to it. Someone could do all of those parts, but which who's to say which one you need to learn first? So the idea of the modular degree and and, and thereby also skill tree based learning, skill tree based learning is this idea of choice. Let's say you want to learn how to build a house. You want to learn that skill. You need to take a polymathic approach to it. You need to learn those multiple different areas to know how to build a house. You can go down whatever path you want first. You decide, I want to learn more about carpentry. You can learn that first. You get bored of that. Let's go down the electricity path. You get bored of that. Let's learn the blueprints. And eventually you'll get all the pieces coming together. You don't have to do them all at once. You don't have to do them in a certain order. You just have to learn them. And so I think that's the key. Hey, I was triggered by the, the thing you said. Hashtag make a change. How is that your hashtag? And how has that been for 10 years? Mm. Well, I started my first blog for the United Living Construct, my first mm-hmm. endeavor back in 2011. And I wanted to create a hub of innovation, which is kind of the precursor to Poly Innovator, if you will. And this idea of creating like this group of people online and eventually in person too, kind of like an incubator in a way where you're putting together these great minds and trying to make a change. And I was trying to find people like me, people who were polymathic. And at the time I didn't realize that that's who I was looking for, but I did have a kind of an idea where we're going. In fact, I even created a word called polyulcian where it was kind of like ULC is like the, uh, the sort firm form of the United Living Construct. Polyulcian was someone who did multiple different things. So it was kind of interesting how like that already kind of came about back then. Now that's what, Poly Innovator was before Poly Innovator existed. And it's just interesting to think about how I just wasn't good enough yet. And so I knew I needed to make a change in myself. And that's what caused me to create the modular degree, or at the time I called it the do-it-yourself degree, because I wanted a pathway I could do myself that I could create my own future. Uh, is there um, one door that has opened for you through the path mm-hmm. you have taken that uh, he wouldn't have been so otherwise and that you have you are grateful for? Yeah, so I ended up wanting to do interviews from the beginning. Like I started doing solo casts for about 42 mm-hmm. episodes, oh. but, and that's like, I, I stopped that first season as 42. That's like a special number for people who know. And it's interesting to think about how from that point on, I was able to use matchmaker.fm to find people on my show. And I've, Out of the 94-ish people I've had on my show since last May, only about a less than a year, most of those, like 80, 80 of those have been from Matchmaker. And so that door of me taking a polymathic approach and creating my show and creating content, which wouldn't have happened if I didn't take that polymathic approach and taking the chance to make a change, especially in the polymathic world. I wanted to make a change in how people understood polymathy. I wouldn't have started interviews and those interviews have changed my life a lot. So Dustin, many thanks for sharing your story with us tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. This was Dustin's story. 
by discovering his polymathic personality and by being so curious about so many different subjects already at a young age, Dustin got the chance to change his life and set the basis to become a poly innovator. So Dustin delved into different fields, he got in contact with uh, many experts in different domains and he even set up his own modular degree. Dustin believes that polymathy can have the potential to change one's life. This was the end of this episode. Have you ever had the chance to change your life or do you know anybody who has? Please get in touch with us and leave a comment here below. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel and see you next time. Give me a chance on your screen and in your ears.